It is January 28th, and it's time to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Massimo. He just sounds like such a wonderful Christian man. He's a miracle. He's a child of God, and he seemingly is talking the talk and walking the walk. So may God continue to bless him and his wife and the rest of his family, and that his ministry grows and grows and grows, and God protect him while he travels back home. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I wake up in the morning, at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven and here is what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat and is so full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me and I'll always be grateful throughout eternity. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord, for this I long to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So hope in God and take heart. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? Amen. And now reading from Trusting God Day by Day, Nancy Myers writes, Trust God through the hard times. Psalm 23, 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear or dread no evil, for you are with me. Often, when we think of trusting God, we think of trusting Him for things that we need or want, financial provision, physical healing, the restoration of a relationship, or promotion at work. A true relationship of trust in God extends beyond trusting him for something that includes trusting him through a situation. 
We need to learn to not simply look to him for the results we desire. We need to learn to trust him through the process of attaining them. There was a time in my life when I focused intensely on trusting God for things saying, I want this God, I want that God, and I need such and such God. In the midst of my request, he began to show me that getting all those things was not what was most important. Those things would come later, but back then he needed to teach me first how to trust him while I was going through situations. He wanted me to learn that he may not always rescue us when we want out of a circumstance, but he is always with us as we walk through them. Because he's with us, we can go through trials in our lives with the stable, positive attitude trusting God completely, even against seemingly impossible odds. Remember, your attitude in every situation is yours to command. No one can force you to have a bad attitude or a good one. It is entirely up to you. Maintain an attitude of faith, praise, thanksgiving and positive expectation and you will definitely come out of your situation victoriously at just the right time amen so trust in him and it is easier for you to trust god through whatever situation you are in just maintain a positive attitude and trust God to be with you through it. He will reward you on the other side. For sure. Here's a nice poem about following your dreams. It says, if while pursuing distant dreams, your bright hopes turn to gray, don't wait for reassuring words or hands to lead the way. For seldom will you find a soul with dreams the same as yours. Not often will another help you pass through untried doors. If inner focuses urge you to take a course unknown, be ready to go all the way, yes, all the way alone. That's not to say you shouldn't draw lessons from the best, just don't depend on lauding words to spur you on your quest. Find confidence within your heart and let God be your guide. Strive ever harder toward your dreams and they won't be denied. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with some more prayers and a reading from the Charles F. Stanley Bible. Stay right there. And God's way day by day says, an act of the will. First Thessalonians 5, 
says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. When the car breaks down without warning, or the children are sick, or your husband loses his job, or a good friend rejects you, your emotions are tender. You don't feel that your life is going the way it should. Most important, the Lord does not expect you to. Jesus knows what it is like to experience grief and heart pain so deep it tears at the fibers of your being. Thanksgiving is an act of the will. It means looking at a negative circumstance and acknowledging that God allowed it into your life for a reason. You can thank him in full faith because you know the current pain is an opportunity for him to demonstrate his grace on your behalf. Amen. How awesome. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And looking into the Bible this morning, it says, God's word is an immovable anchor in times of storm. The words of King Darius echoed through Daniel's mind as servants lowered him into the lion's den. Your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Workers then laid a heavy stone over the opening to the underground chamber. Even after assessing his dire situation, Daniel did not waver in his faith. The next morning, King Darius found Daniel untouched and proclaiming, O King, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths so that they would not hurt me. How did Daniel survive? Were the lions not hungry? Historians tell us animals used for such planned executions went unfed for days in an effort to ensure the death of the accused. But Daniel's fate was never in the hands of men. His life belonged to God and therein lies the victory. Daniel survived by placing his trust in God and his faith in the Lord's 
promises. Each of us can remember times when we wished we had a sure word from God, something we could cling to when doubts and fear arose. God knows when we need encouragement. God knows when we need guidance. And God knows when we need hope. This is why he provides specific promises in his word that we might understand his nature and trust him. In emotionally devastating times, God's promises are essential to our spiritual welfare. His word is therefore a compass, a guide, an instruction book to life. Just as we use instruction manuals at work or in the kitchen, we are to use God's word as our resource for wisdom and truth. No one would think a bacon and cake without a recipe, nor would a mechanic rebuild a car engine without a manual. Some of God's promises are conditional, but we can stand in faith on all of them. It's not a matter of naming and claiming a promise. However, promises should be coupled with prayer and an earnestness to know God's will for our lives. While God wants each of us to experience his best, he also wants us to know and enjoy his presence in a personal way that expresses his sufficiency. Claiming a promise without leadership from his Holy Spirit will lead to disappointment, disillusionment, and lots and lots of frustration. At times, God brings a specific scripture to mind that ministers his hope and reassurance in our hearts. At other times, he challenges us to pray and seek his wisdom on a certain issue. When we look to God in faith, he will lead us according to his will. Of course, this may not happen overnight. Many times, God wants us to meditate on a certain scripture over a period of time before he gives us his guidance. Amen. He never wants us involved in anything that contradicts scripture. I love it. Are you willing to patiently wait for him to fulfill everything that he's promised you and to rescue you just as he did Daniel? Well, never try putting God on your time schedule. Instead, cling to him. Anchor your heart to his word and leave room for him to bring everything together together according to his plan and timing. You will be so glad you did. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be back with more wisdom for today.
And now light my path. Psalm 119 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. God's word is like a street lamp. Often we think we know where we're going and where the stumbling blocks are. We believe we can avoid pitfalls and maneuver the path successfully on our own. But the truth is that without God's word, we are walking in darkness, stumbling and tripping. When we sincerely begin to search God's word, we find the path becomes clear. God's light allows us to live our lives in the most fulfilling way possible, a way planned out from the very beginning by God himself. So Jesus, shine your light upon my path. I have spent too long wandering through the darkness looking for my way. As I search your word, I ask you to make it a lamp to my feet so that I can avoid the pitfalls of the world and walk safely along the path that you have created specifically for me. These are three-minute devotions for women. This is nice. Next one is Power Up. Well, we are 95% female listeners. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) So anyway, Power Up. Romans 8.11. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His strength does not diminish over time. That same mountain-moving power you read about in the lives of people from the Old and New Testament still exists today. We don't have to go it alone. Our Heavenly Father wants to help. All we have to do is ask. He has already made His power available to His children. So whatever we face, wherever we go, whatever dreams we have for our lives, We take courage and know that anything is possible when we draw on the power of God. Father, help me to remember that you are always with me, ready to help me do all things. Amen. And comfort food, Romans 15, 4. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Romans 15.4 tells us that the scriptures are comfort food for the soul. They were written and given so that through our learning, we would be comforted with the truths of God. Worldly pleasures bring a temporary comfort, but the problem still remains when the pleasure of comfort fades. However, the words of God are soothing and provide permanent hope and peace. Through God's word, you will be changed and your troubles will dim in the bright light of Christ. So the next time you are sad, lonely, or disappointed, turn to the word of God as your source of comfort. Thank you, Father, for the rich comfort your word provides 
Help me to remember to find my comfort in scripture rather than through earthly things that will ultimately fail me. Amen. And lastly, power of the world. John 6, 63 says, The spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. Jesus told his followers that his words were full of the spirit and life. When we hear his word, meditate on it, pray it, memorize it, and ask for faith to believe it. He comes to us in it and transforms our lives through it. Once the word is in our mind or before our eyes and ears, the Holy Spirit can work it into our hearts and our consciences. Jesus told us to abide in his word, putting ourselves in a place to hear and receive the word. The rest is the beautiful and mysterious work of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, the living word for changing my heart and my mind through the power of your word. Amen. Ooh, I'm going to love that book. Read more from it. It's awesome. And God's purpose for your life. Psalm 30. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. One of the mistakes that you and I make in life is to despair that our situation will never change. The pains, the burdens, and the challenges will continue unceasingly. This can make us feel like God has forgotten us or doesn't have a good plan for us. However, changes are inevitable. They are part of our everyday lives. We may interpret this as negative because change sometimes means that we lose people and things that are dear to us. But when we but what we must remember is the Lord God is part of our story. In a moment, he can absolutely transform our situation in ways that we never imagined possible. And he did so through scripture for Abraham, for Moses, for David, for Joseph, and countless others. On the Damascus road, Jesus spoke to Paul and from that moment on, everything was different. Paul had been a critical, unbelieving persecutor of the church, but a few moments in the presence of the living Lord was all it took to change his entire outlook, life, purpose, and eternal destination. A few moments in the presence of the living Lord was all it took. God can transform your circumstance as well. So do not despair. Wait 
and watch for the Lord to work in what concerns you. Jesus, I know that you can intervene in my circumstances and transform them. I wait in hope for you. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. So dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best best. Amen. Thank you listeners for coming to pray with me today. Thank you listeners for leading anybody else to this podcast that you think might enjoy it and benefit from it. Thank you listeners for going out today and spreading God's joy. Wherever you go, don't go out of your way. That's the best part. Just go on your way. And while you're doing your thing, spread God's joy because that's the most natural approach to building his kingdom. Just spread the word spread joy, spread love, and then keep coming back (laughs) and listening to the podcast. I love you. God loves you. Have a glorious day. Hope you get well soon, Jordan. Bye for now.